0: Time fright hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you could call me shibble
1: And I'm Ethan Sareski. And let me talk to rap suckers, about trash y'all sound. The gap pull rounds so if you act and take the Black Hawk down. It's not a movie.
0: I think Black Hawk Down was a movie.
1: Yeah, that's a strange line from Joe Buttons. It is. It is certainly a movie.
0: Yeah, Ridley Scott.
1: Yeah, I, I remember it. I remember it clearly. It was. I saw it as I, a film. I, really? I
0: almost thought he was referring to it. <laughs> yeah, it he said a, black almost Hawk a Down. reference.
1: Yeah, 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 I agree.
0: Well, Ethan, I hate to break it to you, but we've got some late-breaking cryptid news. That's right. It's time for a cryptid affair.
1: Oh, a double. got a double
0: that's right it's a two for tuesday (laughs) the cryptid affair theme this one comes to us from the website looper that's real what
1: that's a real website that's not like it is
0: it is does monarch legacy of monsters confirm bigfoot exists in (laughs) godzilla's universe (laughs)
1: that's news this.
0: This contains spoilers for Monarch Legacy of Monsters Season 1, Episode 1, Aftermath. Funny name, funny title for your first episode, Aftermath.
1: (laughs) It's like Freddy's Dead, The Revenge.
0: I feel like this is going to be a really intriguing take on the Godzilla universe. Uh, The world of Apple TV Plus original series Monarch Legacy of Monsters is crawling with kaiju. It's not just Godzilla or King Kong either. There are giant arachnids, giant crabs... Giant insects and Bigfoot, apparently? <laughs> North American, the North American cryptid gets a quick shout out near the end of episode one when Kate, Anna Sawai, Kentaro, Ren Watabe, and May What language Kirsten are you even
1: speaking? I don't even know what you're saying.
0: I'm saying people's names.
1: Oh, oh those Kate are names.
0: Say it again. Ann, Anna Sawai, Kentaro was Ren Watabe and May as Kiersey Clemens, they pour Thank over you. the additional files left behind by Kate and Kitaro's mysterious father. The files reveal a massive amount of information regarding Monarch and its mysterious targets. Hilariously, that list includes Bigfoot. <laughs> With an image of the ridiculous Sasquatch? Oh, fucking come on, Looper. Who do you think you are calling Bigfoot ridiculous? on your godzilla show oh you're too good for bigfoot the an image of the so-called the ridiculous sasquatch comes up on the monitor kate asks what everyone is thinking is that bigfoot sadly no answer is provided with kentaro immediately distracted by more important matters bigfoot is not brought up again
1: more important than bigfoot
0: yeah the article continues, but I think we've hit the salient point. There's a new TV show about Godzilla, and in that TV show, Godzilla is canon.
1: I like it. I mean, I yeah. I, I don't I don't know if that's necessarily cryptid news or entertainment news, but I I, I love it nonetheless. I'm gonna say it
0: directly mentioned Bigfoot, so yeah. to me, yeah. that qualifies it for a cryptid affair.
1: No double. Ah!
0: that's Got right me. it's two for tuesday just for Fair. we'll not be doing that for the rest of the bumpers audience do not
1: oh worry. do that do that make, no, it, do make this a painful one no no we i'm love gonna read listeners. my story twice
0: this is gonna be somebody's first episode and i don't want them to say
1: i'm out oh those this- guys who do everything twice <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's what they're known for. The famous, they call them uh, old Uncle Monster two times. Jimmy, Jimmy, two times.
1: <laughs> why don't we do the intro again?
0: <laughs> Either why don't you tell everybody about the premise of our show? It's not that we do everything two times. What's the no, actual
1: premise? No, that's not the premise. The premise here on Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Friday Hour is that each week, one of us, uh, me this week, has done extensive hmm. research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, demon, or cryptid of some kind, and the other one of us, uh, Shibble, this week, has done absolutely nothing. He knows nothing about this cryptid. He is a blank slate, tabula rasa. He is the audience surrogate, and he is going to ask those questions that you guys want to know as you find out together what the Kongamato is.
0: The Congamato.
1: The Congamato.
0: Am I saying that right? Congamato.
1: Kongamato. You got it.
0: And I just want to clear one thing up real quick. You did say that I did absolutely nothing this week. I did spend a good twelve hours this week editing together a video about the filmography of Jim Wynorski that's <laughs> up on our YouTube. Uh you can check it out. I'm I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. I'm gonna it's say a, it is it actually
1: worth- sorry I'm sorry. It's just amazing. I interrupt when things get me excited.
0: No, I appreciate your excitement. Yeah, I'm going to say it's worth your 13 minutes. When you're going down your YouTube rabbit hole before bed tonight, if you're like me and my wife, put this up in your rotation.
1: Turn off that Andrew Tate video where he's talking about uh, how terrible reading is and turn on Shibble's Wynorski extravaganza, because it really is. I mean, it's funny. I mean, you guys got to check it out. It's good. And
0: if, and if you do watch it and you like it, it is the audio is taken from one of our bonus episodes. So check out our Patreon at mm. Uncle Monster 6 where you can see that and a bunch of other fun bonus episodes. But the Kangamato.
1: That's right. The Kongamato. Now, see, how I'd like to start, as always, is since you know nothing about this Kongamato other than it comes from Zambia, which I told you, correct?
0: Yes, you did tell me it
1: comes from Zambia. And you being, you know, you know a lot about Zambia, no?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm familiar.
1: (laughs) I'm more than, I'm
0: I'm 100% sure that it even still exists as a country.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or that it ever existed, but, but it does. And the Kongamato is from there, but I want to do a little exercise where I'm going to say Kongamato and we're going to find out what comes to mind, what you see in your mind's eye, just by hearing the word Kongamato. Go.
0: Dancing Tomato. (laughs)
1: i laughed with the fake laugh because i thought it was funny
0: (laughs) the auntie uh, the audience loves it the studio audience here this week they love it (laughs) but yeah i'm gonna go a dancing tomato and they they hop off their vines and they all get up in a little line and they dance across your garden and while they're there they uh they help uh they help you the rest of your garden
1: grow do they hold and they're brought to you
0: by monsanto
1: (laughs) I'm sure they are. <laughs> or do they hold stems when, and do a kick line?
0: Yeah, they'll they'll hold the stem of the one that's in front of them with their little leaf hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately, that is not a conga macho. Have you any more uh, mind's eye guesses?
0: No, I'm. you know, you're going to tell me the entire episode. And at the end, I'm still going to be thinking that it's going to be a little dancing, dancing. line of tomatoes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's an excellent guess. I can't say that that wouldn't be entertaining. However, that is not what this kongamato is um god damn it i know now i've ruined the you know what what Fine. the hell it, it is all right i, I could just go with that we could we could i mean i could alter the episode um just work I, with
0: it, me for once in my damn life
1: you're right doesn't isn't in comedy don't you have to go with it and i should have been like that is what yeah, it you is should have yes anding me yes and right and comedy works in threes yes and i'm i'm terrible at improv now i guess uh, but no,
0: you're crushing it. Tell me about what the real Kanga is. I'm I can't just, just
1: tell it. you, because then you wouldn't get it. I have to explain it to you in a way you'll understand, and you know what way that is, Ships. Tell me.
0: Is it narrative fiction?
1: Yeah, surprise, it is narrative fiction!
0: Yes! The King is back, baby! It's story time!
1: It's story time, it's story time, it's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monsters. Story time. Story time. <coughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <clears throat> That's real phlegm. I mean, you can't hear it, but those noises are me getting phlegm up. Story time. The Congamato. Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> yeah, I wrote in chapters. I love it. Chapter one. You, sir, are Dunstan McCaw, former world champion of Little Person Billiards. Okay. Little Person Billiards is when you play pool, but instead it's two little people and they get up on the table and knock the balls into the pockets with field hockey sticks. You've arrived at the secret Kumite of Little People Pool, a once a year tournament by invitation only. You check your invite and see that the map does indeed point to this odd, squarish mansion on top of a hill. This would be where you would take the trophy back and reclaim your title as the fiercest of the felt. You take wobbly side strides up the home's front steps and approach the gargoyle knocker. We're not going there. We, you reach instead for the door's handle. The door groans and creaks open as you cautiously peer inside. Chapter Seagull The doors close behind Dunstan McCaw as you move into a great into a vast great room. Everything is polished and waxed to perfection. Sterling candlesticks glisten on top of a gleaming antique wooden table. Fresh fruit adorns the tabletop and marble end tables offer crystal decanters of spirit. Except that it is all on the ceiling? It, 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 it is all, all above, upside down and perfectly arranged. The floor is completely bare, and there is no furniture save for the many stunning pieces that decorate the ceiling above. Nothing seems to make sense. Dunstan, you do a double take and walk to a piece of wood hanging on the wall. You turn the flat oval of wood around, and there is a mirror on the other side. You look in the mirror and nothing is reversed. You exclaim, Draw cap lost teas vloop. Wait, a- chips, chips. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. I've messed up story time. I really, I've made a mistake. You see this paper that I wrote it on? Mm-hmm. I'm holding it upside down. Ah. I made a mistake. I'm ruining story time. It messed up my story. I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it around now. Don't you think? All right, let's be- take
0: it from the top.
1: No, I'm just going to keep going.
0: Okay, yeah. Never mind. We're going to work with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I apologize. That's seriously my fault and it's unprofessional. So Turning it over.
0: Yeah, no, perfect.
1: Okay. Ready?
0: Okay. Are you ready?
1: Yes. <clears throat> Suddenly, all of the furniture, silverware, cabinets, and huge electrical appliances fall from the ceiling. <laughs> they seem to fall in slow motion at first, only to gather speed as they careen toward the concrete floor. A particular worry is the refrigerator hurtling toward your head. With a crunching thud, the fridge flattens a three-by-one portion of your body, including your now concave chest. Your head was spared, and you open your mouth to speak. No words come, however, and blood gurgles like a little bird fountain before you shit yourself and die. Shibs, now I've really ruined the story, I think. Oh, I mean, no, it's... I should have just read it reason. upside down. Shouldn't I have read it upside down? I now think I've things ruined.
0: were going a lot better when it was upside down.
1: I know, at least there was a story. I mean, like, I, should I even continue? Should I continue?
0: I mean, I feel like it's better uh the only way out is through i think you have okay. to
1: continue so i'll continue all right uh, t- uh, okay i apologize unprofessional i'll just i'll just oh my through.
0: god this is strike two brother
1: i know seriously it's i i, I, I sincere apologies <clears throat> chapter three the conga motto dunston mccall twitches and for a moment looks as if he is about to rise up but it's just a death gasm your pants are heavy with fecal matter and sag wetly the tributary of blood bubbling from your open mouth runs in a stream over your neck and shoulder to a concrete floor and beneath a yellow door. You now would never find out, but just behind that yellow door was a growling, fearsome, red, glowy-eyed monster about to introduce itself to the world. From Zambia, we step over your soiled cadaver to greet the powerful and vital Konga Mato. The door stares back. The Kongamato! The door does not move. Frustrated, we pan toward and fade through the yellow door into a dungeon fit for a cryptid beast. In the center of it is a ferocious-looking burgundy-colored lizard with razor fangs and extra teeth protruding from its pointed beak. Its wings are bat-like and leathery, devoid of feathers. Unfortunately, the Kongamato was also smashed to death by a pool table that had fallen from the ceiling. The balls lay strewn over the floor around the crushed corpse of the cryptid beast. The end. Wow. I am so sorry. I didn't know. Right. You know, it I all know stems from turning it. When I turned it back around, it ruined everything. Yeah, I didn't know what to happen. You should have gone
0: with your first instinct.
1: I should have kept reading and found out what happened.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, then we could have found out more about this Kangamato, who sounds like a very fascinating little beastie.
1: It's a shame, you know. It's a shame because it sounded like something really super exciting was going to happen to that story. Had I not, had had we not killed all the characters?
0: Yeah, we never found out what happened to Dunstan Sterling,
1: <laughs> Dunst, Dunst, uh, Dunstan Dunstan Sterling. McCaw.
0: Dunstan McCaw. I got confused when you said uh, Sterling candlesticks. candlesticks. Because when I heard Sterling, I thought there was going to be another character named Sterling that he was going to be. Another little person billiards champion.
1: Yeah, like Uh, an evil one, the antagonist.
0: Yeah, the one that was rich.
1: Yeah, yeah. As opposed to
0: Gunspin McCaw, who came up from the streets. Yeah, no, he was our good guy. Yeah. Well, uh, great work, fantastic story. A shame that you fucked it up twice, but hey, you still made it on base, so we're going to let that one slide.
1: Thank you. I'll, I will try harder next time. It's just that, you know, when you, you get nervous and sometimes you, you hold the paper weird and it ruins the story. And, you know, I apologize to you in the audience. Seriously.
0: That's why I put little arrows on every sheet of paper that I ever oh, use.
1: That's a great. You know what? From now on, you won't see me do this again because that's what yeah. I'm doing from now on.
0: I get it custom printed that way. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Tell me, give me the big picture of this Kongamato because I let's feel like learn. we got a glimpse. But yeah, now let's let's start pulling up the vital statistics.
1: Well, it seems that my computer's upside down, I'm just joking. oh geez, again? the Kongamato is a large pterosaur-like cryptid living okay. in tropical and subtropical regions of Africa, particularly in Zambia. Uh, it resembles a pastiche. Of folkloric flying monsters, specifically the Mm. ropin and the pterodactyl. Okay. I didn't know that was a flying monster. Pterodactyls
0: were real. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a pterodactyl skeleton. Not according to Christians. Christians. No, I've seen dragon skeletons at the Natural History Museum.
1: No, you haven't.
0: Yeah, they've been uh, just a dragon. (laughs) They'll tell you that at the Bronx's Day.
1: Are you sure it wasn't a dinosaur? Are you sure?
0: I mean, I know what the Bible tells me. That's all I need.
1: Well, you know, people used to live on top of dinosaurs' backs and hunt. I saw it at a yeah. museum.
0: Yeah, I that was, actually I saw that on my favorite documentary, The Flintstones.
1: <laughs> you know, 5,000 <laughs> 5, years ago when the Earth was created, one could only imagine. Um the Kongamato's wingspan ranges from, this is this is a wide range, from 4 okay. to 100 feet across. Okay, so that's going to be baby and mama. I would imagine so, and I would imagine that they grow a lot during their, uh, yeah. during their yeah, formative years. They grow years.
0: About, about, what is that, uh, 25 times yes. their birth size?
1: Like us. So yeah,
0: if I was born at 7 pounds, and then I grew to... 375?
1: No. No, it's like 175.
0: Yeah, 175. Yeah, that's normal.
1: Yeah, so what are we even saying? I mean, that's totally normal. Yeah, Um, it
0: turns out the math checks out, listeners, (laughs) 4 to 100 feet.
1: There are several historic reports of European explorers being attacked by large winged creatures.
0: Ah, okay, I trust it when it's white people.
1: Yeah, well, uh, need I say it? And quite often... People were hello were reported hello hello, hello? <laughs> were reported to have received wounds from these congamato as mm. I say the plural. It is, I think it's actually congamatos from what I've read. But okay, congamatos. Like yeah, it is thought to eat mostly fish, but occasionally humans. Okay, you know you just mix it up. So
0: like a kind of like a pescatarian, but they cheat sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, like, I had just enough fish. Just fits. a I little treat. Just, yeah.
0: I can't, you can't have people every day. That, my daughter is a vegetarian.
1: My daughter's a vegetarian. It would be like if she ate, like, my family dog or my dad one day yeah, and then went just, back to being a vegetarian.
0: Yeah, just as a treat.
1: <laughs> the conga motto is also said, <laughs> this is gross, is also said to dig up graves and steal human corpses. Because in Africa, uh-huh. the burial the burial is usually not too deep, and African mm. corpses are delicious. I added that. <laughs> I just wrote that. No. I, it was like a note to self.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I should say something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then, you yeah, just it. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. It was like a like a half-formed joke idea. Congamatos uh, yeah. live downstream of river for uh, fjords or fords.
0: Uh they're probably gonna be Fords. Fjords are more uh Norwegian yeah, more than Norwegian, Zambian. Norwegian, yeah.
1: I was just i have never heard of a river ford. I can admit when I don't know. Uh there they cause the river to stop flowing and the water level to rise, overwhelming and tipping over canoes. Sometimes oh, no. a canoe will slow down and come to a dead stop, despite the paddlers' best efforts. This is because a congamato has seized the boat from underneath.
0: Mm. You said they had wings. Yes. but they're also subaquatic. Isn't they could be awesome? coming at you from any angle. They're like a they're like triple changer transformer.
1: Name another cryptid or animal that has wings and goes underwater. Duck. That's awesome. You did that so quickly. Thank you. <laughs> that but was still not... pretty rare. That was pretty a rare. shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> Name a number now. <laughs> Uh, When the Kongamato sees you, uh, you very rarely live.
2: Oh, And it is
1: itself invulnerable, as far as we know, and immortal. Okay. Eating any projectile thrown at it and leaving no physical trace of itself behind. It's uh, slick.
0: I'm going to say invulnerable and immortal (laughs) is going to come in really handy at fight night. That's going to be a big factor. When you're thinking about how many checks.
1: We're not gonna take that incredible. Oh, we're seriously. just gonna
0: say that part doesn't count.
1: Well, it says invulnerable to projectiles being thrown at. Like they're talking about rocks and sticks and stuff. No, they're not you, talking- You about...
0: said it was invulnerable and immortal.
1: But they follow that line saying eating any projectile thrown at it, not shot. Yeah, at it
0: will it. also do
1: that. Yeah. But okay. It will also you're right. eat
0: projectiles.
1: Yeah, in addition to being invulnerable. Then maybe you're right. Uh when it kills people. It it devours only the two little fingers. The two wow. little toes, the earlobes, and the nostrils. How do you That's fucked up? How do you aren't nostrils the absence of flesh? Maybe they mean the
0: outer ridge of the nose, you know, the outside of the nostrils. So that's then like just donut the...
1: holes. I shouldn't those be nothing in a bag?
0: No, that's fair.
1: That's uh, fair. Uh that's it. <laughs> Late. That said, four deaths attributed to the Kongamato in 1911 did not record those mutilations. More likely, then, that a Congamato caused their deaths by the flooding of the Mutanda River.
0: Ah. So it also
1: drowns you. Okay, it can
0: also flood its native river.
1: Yeah, it's a big flutter. Big natural okay. disaster causer.
0: And, and it can block boats. It can sink boats from underneath. All so that's that got to be some muscle. And it's smart enough to lay traps.
1: But these are physical attributes. It doesn't have, like, storm control, weather control, storm powers.
0: But it can flood a river.
1: Well, so could we.
0: Oh, you think it does it, like, manually, like it dams a river. Yeah,
1: I was picturing us and the kids from it, like, damming up that. Like, that's how I picture it. The barons.
0: Okay, not just being like, Arise, river! (laughs) Arise at my command!
1: Shivel, talk to the river and make it rise. (laughs) River, rise,
0: <laughs> arise at my command! Drown this valley!
1: <laughs> I could picture it moving if you spoke to it like that. That's that's. I mean, that rhetoric is powerful. Uh, yeah, I ward- wouldn't
0: want to fuck around with that thing.
1: To ward off a Kongamato attack, the charm known as a muchiwa is used.
0: A wuchiwa kongamato.
1: A moochiwa.
0: A moochiwa. Yeah. How do you spell um, that? Give me a spell.
1: M U C H I okay. W A moochiwa Kangamato.
0: Okay. If it's a moochiwa kongamato.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, this, okay. This consists of mulendi tree root uh, ground okay. up and mixed with water, which is very powerful. Mm. The resulting water is, is very powerful. Oh, I meant the Melindi tree root. You don't know about that. yeah. Learn about the Melindi tree root. Ugh.
0: Yeah, and also check out our episode uh, uh, about uh, the Runamula, where you can learn a lot about ayahuasca, if you want <laughs> to know about uh, different uh, uh, tree-based concoctions that are powerful.
1: <laughs> the resulting paste is placed in a bark cup. When crossing a dangerous Ford, not Fjord, of course, that would be stupid hmm. if someone thought that the mixture. You know, is they'd sprinkled... be dead wrong. Yeah, they'd be an idiot. The mixture is sprinkled onto the water using a bundle of Melendi bark strips. This wards okay. off the congamato and its floods.
0: Oh well, hey, there we go. Okay, that's
1: leading to me thinking
0: more that these floods are magical. If they can be held I think off if with you magical ward means. It, off,
1: it can't start a flood. I think that's more logical. Okay, okay,
0: you're uh, you're thinking it's more of that sort of situation.
1: Like, if you ward off a vampire, you ward off the bite, too, because it's not there.
0: Fair enough. Ethan, can you tell me? Do you have any facts for me this week?
1: Oh, we have Layla Presents The Wonders of Zambia. Layla
0: Presents
1: The
2: Wonders of
1: Zambia.
2: Number one, Broken Hill Skull.
1: Broken Hill Skull. In 1921... The Broken Hill Skull was discovered in Zambia, estimated Mm. to be about 299,000 years old. The skull is one of the best-preserved fossils of an ancient human species called Homo heidelbergensis.
0: Mm, I'm going to guess those were discovered by Heidelberg.
1: By Homo (laughs) heidelberg. That's his name. That's how they named it. That they yeah. name things after people who discover them, so it was obviously a man yeah. named Homo so he was, Heidelbergensis. He was, he was Homo Heidelbergensis. Yeah. Hey, Homo, did you find something? I sure did. <laughs> Congratulations, Homo.
0: And of course, I'm going to name it after my father, <laughs> Homo Heidelbergensis Senior. <laughs> Where's
1: your son,
2: Homo? <laughs> what about your son in the paper? <laughs> uh, Number two. Get out, colonizers. In
1: 1964, northern Rhodesia gained independence and was renamed Zambia, ending mm. 73 years of British rule. Sick. Yeah, that's awesome. That's based. I like, oh, I've never said that on the show.
0: No, you've never said that something was based.
1: Yeah, that's my new thing. I saw it, young people saying it, and I really like it. All right, go for it. Yeah, that's based. Take it around the track. See how it treats you. I like it. It makes me feel young.
0: Now, was uh, Zambia post-decolonization, how did that government go, I wonder?
1: You know, I didn't uh, research much of it, but I think it had less of the civil war that you saw in a lot of post-colonial uh, African states. Uh, from well, what I saw, well, was I a lot- so there was a lot less unrest that I could, that I saw. And I really did look into a little bit of it. I mean, obviously I'm sure yeah. there was when you come out of that. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. It's a, it's tough to throw off the shackles of colonialism and a lot of guys aren't going to get it quite right on the first try. And that's okay. wait.
1: You believe there's such thing as systematic racism and stuff like that. My God, that's crazy. I
0: mean, I, yeah, look, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh... <laughs>
2: That,
1: was that a ship
0: <laughs> that was uh, that was a foghorn on a ship oh, okay <laughs> I wanted
2: to just throw you off number three the national flag
1: Zamnia's flag has a green background with an orange eagle <laughs> and vertical Sick. stripes of red based and vertical stripes of red black and orange at the fly end the fly end yeah
0: at the end that flies
1: what I thought one end was fly and one end was like dope or something. Or basic. Yeah,
0: one that that's the
1: weak ass end. Yeah, yeah, that's the weak end. That ends fly. No one
0: wants to be the part that touches the rope. You got those grommets in there <laughs> fucking the shit up.
1: The green symbolizes agriculture. Red is mm. for the freedom struggle. Black for the African people. And orange for copper. The Eagle okay. symbolizes freedom and the ability of the Zambians to rise above national problems. I like that. Yeah.
0: Good luck, Zambia. We're rooting for you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of Zambia.
0: No beef with Zambia.
1: No, no, we got no problems.
0: So tell me more about the Congamata. Where do we leave off?
1: I'm going to have a sip of iced coffee. I made it myself.
0: Oh, that's okay. From the lighting, I thought it was like a very uh, brown green juice. And I was like, dog, I don't know if you should be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you had blended up some bad kale.
1: You thought I was finally being healthy and you were about to stop me from doing it? You were like, why don't you have a milkshake?
0: <laughs> uh, no, I was going to be like, uh, it looks like that might have wilted. You might be just drinking bacterial <laughs> sludge. Uh, I'm and what? Or you die.
1: <laughs> Thank you for your concern. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Because uh, it might have been. You know, you I wouldn't know. Yeah, that's
0: you have to ask or you never know. That's the message of Uncle Monster.
1: That that's and we're based. That is the other uh, message <laughs> of Uncle Monster. I think that should be our slogan: Uncle Monster Spooky Time Friday Hour. We're based.
0: <laughs> we're definitely not one hundred percent not
1: doing that. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with that word. Okay, let's get to some sightings, Debbie. Yes. One of the earliest reports of the Kangamato is from traveler Frank Melland. I like when Frank names Mellons? rhyme mel- Melend. Melland.
0: Oh, Melend rhymes with like, Bell
1: End. I was about to say, I love when names rhyme with, with Bell End. That's that's funny. I think he was British too. Um, it is depicted in his 1932 book, In Witch Bound Africa.
0: Mmm. Oh, Africa I'm, is just bound by witches.
1: I'm pretty sure it was written in the same style as Charlie and Chocolate Factory. You know, when they were like a lot of deepest, witches.
0: darkest Africa stuff. Yeah.
1: He points out that eyewitnesses who are shown an illustration of a pterodactyl. Unanimously agreed to this identification of the Congamato, he says. <coughs> the evidence for the pterodactyl is that the natives can describe it so accurately unprompted, and that they all agree about it. There is negative support also in the fact that they said they could not identify any of the other prehistoric monsters which I showed them. The natives do not consider it to be an unnatural thing, like a Mulambe demon, only a very awful thing, like a man-eating lion. Or a rogue elephant, but infinitely worse. Well End, the Bell End, 1932. Uh, the Keon was that an okay accent?
0: That was great. Thank you. You crushed it. And I want to say, this is not the first time that we've read about, uh, like, cryptozoologists of this era just going to local people and showing them books of dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> you know any dinosaurs? <laughs> Have you ever seen a living dinosaur? That would be <laughs> sick as hell if you saw a dinosaur. Did you see this one? This one.
1: Why do they imagine that they won't be able to comprehend that it's a cryptid? Like, they're like, they won't get it. Just show them the dinosaur and be like, "You have you seen monster? At this point in history, they were probably actually looking for dinosaurs. Oh, that's right. This is 1932. You're right. I I apologize. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, I bet there's some out there somewhere, probably in deepest, darkest (laughs) Africa. Along
1: along with the um, Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Uh, The creature was described by the Keonde of old. Uh, That's a a tribe that no longer exists in Zambia.
0: Okay, that's a bad sign. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Uh, With wings like a bat spreading five or more feet. And also mentioning the teeth in its huge beak. I love that detail that there are teeth coming out of its beak.
0: Yeah, that's pretty scary. And that five feet does fit nicely in our four to one hundred range.
1: It's a baby.
0: Yeah, it's probably like a toddler.
1: I bet oh, I bet I bet they're sweet when they're young. Not sweet, Mm -hmm. but cute. Oh Mm -hmm. let me hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh it's adorable. Mm -hmm. Clack, clack, clack. Um, though dragon, <laughs> for instance, um, of the Kongamato, uh, they were spoken of as being big as rams with wings okay. like dragons, long tails, long chaps. Do-, do we mean like the pants?
0: Maybe they mean like thighs.
1: Okay. And divers rows of teeth and they feed upon raw flesh.
0: Okay. They don't cook.
1: Uh, no, they don't cook. No, they don't. They don't cook the flesh. Not worried about it.
0: trichinosis.
1: <laughs> no, they don't care. They, you know what? Ah, they're they ballsy. Uh, they are. They've got a lot of nerve.
0: Well, they are immortal and invincible, so that's understandable.
1: Well, to no, oh, that's true. They, that is, I guess, to all uh, you know, foodborne illnesses as well. Yeah, it I would was just... to be
0: immortal, but to permanently have food poisoning.
1: I was just watching Contagion. It was not a bad hot zone movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It had Lawrence Fishburne as Larry. It was pretty good. Cool. I
0: always like Larry Fishburne.
1: He's a handsome guy. John Great Barbeau, agent general of the Royal Company of Africa, says, Some blacks assured me that there are winged serpents or dragons having a forked tail and prodigious wide mouth, full of sharp teeth, extremely mischievous to mankind, and more particularly to children. He describes it as having two feet armed with claws, two ears, with five prominent two and conspicuous tuber- tubercles on the back.
0: Okay. I gotta say I'm loving the specificity of your English accents this
1: week. Oh, much. I love you very that much. you've
0: developed two distinct classes.
1: That's, that, <laughs> you that's know, I a actually real have useful probably cool set. I can probably add I probably have more. I haven't done them in so I used to probably do a bunch, you know, but I don't remember them now. Just thank watch you, goofy movies. Yeah, you're crushing it. Um The mouth was provided with sharp teeth. The inferior part of the head (laughs) toward...
0: This part's (laughs) lame as hell. I hate this part of the fucking head.
1: The non-based part of its head uh, toward Toward the ears was even. The people of the eye black with a tawny surrounding, and the nostrils were two in number and open, which is... I'm glad he reported on that.
0: Thank God it's got two nostrils.
1: Uh, Oh, my God. Pterosaur doctor, maybe they, don't they eat nostrils?
0: Yeah, it's funny. You would think maybe they were stocking up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pterosaur doctor J.B. Smith uh, wrote in his 1956 book, Old Four Legs, mm. about flying dragons that lived near Mount Kilimanjaro, Tanzania.
0: Okay, different country.
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, there's a Z in it. One man it's had actually good. seen such a creature in flight close by at night. Oh, he's a rapper. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I did not and do not dispute at least the possibility that some such creature may still exist. And a game warden named A. Blaney Percival stationed in Zambia noted, uh, The Wakamba tells of a huge flying beast which comes down from Mount Kenya by night. They only see it against the sky, but they have seen its tracks. More, they have shown these to a white man saying he could make nothing of the spore, which betrayed two feet and apparently a very heavy tail.
0: Damn, it's got that big butt.
1: Oh, it's it's got a lot of junk.
0: It's got it in the back. Speaking of in the back, it's time for everybody's favorite segment about Ethan getting back in the groove. That's right. It's come and date Ethan. He's funny, hey, cause he's fine and you're fine and it's fine and it's totally fine. All right, I guess first up, Ethan, do you have any news for us? Do you have any
1: news? I have news. I got news this morning. Tell me the news. Okay. So remember, did I tell you this privately or on the show about the Wonder Woman thing?
0: Uh, I I don't know. Remind me what the Wonder Woman thing is. I don't think you talked about it on the show.
1: Oh, okay. So I'm walking my dog Hendrix. Oh, yes, yes.
0: No, you texted me about this.
1: Okay. I'm walking Hendrix and there's this really pretty girl who lives in my complex. And I shouldn't say her name. Oh, I have to. Her name's okay. So she has her dog, which is one of those little small dogs. And mm-hmm. uh, she, she, we kind of cross paths, and she says hi, and I'm like, "That's good." So we start yep. talking, and we're vibing. I, there's definitely a vibe. And she's like, "Oh, I live over there, just me and the dog." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, she wouldn't say that unless she wanted to communicate that she doesn't have a boyfriend." Like, I remember that much. Like, there's, it, we were, we, it was flirty, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and um, she wants me. No, I'm no, and, no, uh, and
0: you could. So you went back to her house after dark.
1: She, you know, and she, she was like, you know, oh, in the beginning of the conversation, of course, she's like, I'm Diane, and and then later on, I, I was like, what's what's the dog's name again? And she's like, Prince. I was like, Diane Prince, and I was like, oh, like Wonder Woman. And there was a silence that must have been twenty eight seconds, thirty two seconds long. Yeah, where she looked at me like a fucking serial killer
0: yeah yeah it
1: was like i was doing so well and then she was like she had oh, no idea talking what about
0: I was, comics now
1: no i don't even know i think she knew what i was talking about and i go though so to make it worse i go like wonder woman right and yeah. she looks at me again like uh-uh no nope, no nope, don't know not good don't know don't, don't
0: know, know what, what you're talking playing.
1: about okay so that happened and i just posted it on instagram if you want to see the actual thing but then today, I don't think I deserve that for trying. No, all right. Uh, but I was, today, I, ah! Ah! that I deserve, for sure. Um, today, I'm walking to Hendrix, and we see her again. Hendrix, who hates people, runs to mm. her
2: and oh. jumps on
1: her, and she pets him. And she's like, oh, he doesn't like people, right, blah, 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 because I had mentioned it. And um, her dog is growling, of course, freaking out. Like, her dog yeah, hates me. Yeah, that's little
0: dogs the dog. for you. They always got a chip on their shoulder.
1: Yeah, they're he's a mean little fuck. Um, mm. But um, so she's like, oh, my God, we should get them together. And m- notice that the dogs haven't even interacted at all. Hendrix doesn't care. He just likes hers. And she's yeah. wearing pajama pants, Shibble. And when I tell you the way they shaped, the way they they were loose, but I could see yeah. the outline of the her body. Yeah. They were hanging. Her buttocks must have been the most perfect things I've ever seen. It was shocking, the shape of her posterior. That shocking. part you hadn't told me. That's an I, exciting update. Well, that happened this morning.
0: Well, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I, I I'm saw, glad to hear oh, you
0: had a second interaction. I'm glad that it went well.
1: Oh, I'm and then I go, I'm, I go, I'm working up the courage to ask you for your number to go to the dog park. And she was like, oh, you can just have it. She was, get your phone out. I go, oh, no. I didn't bring my phone and she didn't bring hers. Uh, she goes next time for sure. And I was like, Oh yes. fuck.
0: Yeah. No, go put your phone by, uh, wherever you keep his leash. Yeah. And that way, or keep your, keep the leash by where you put your phone, charge your phone probably would make more sense.
1: Oh, the leash is always at the bottom of the stairs. I just keep it there. So mm. I'm just going to carry my phone with me, but that's so a post-it
0: think... note on the leash, put a post-it note on the leash
1: or just bring a post-it note and a pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a positive, uh, inter- I think things are going well.
0: I no, I think that's, I think these are uh, nice little steps and you know, you've been, uh, uh, playing it, uh, slow, you know, you're not over playing your hand. Uh, and, uh, I think, uh, I think you're, you're doing
1: great. I'm just remembering how to interact as a single guy because I used to be super good at it. But the problem was my goal was like have sex with people. And it wasn't like to meet them and, and be interested in them as people. And now it kind of is. So it's like a new frontier for me. And I'm I'm excited to, yeah. you know, like, I mean, her ass I don't want to have a conversation with. But still, I, uh, you know, it I, it, it, it's different being single after five years.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm 100% sure. And I think that shows a lot of personal growth. I think that's something you can be proud of. Thank you. And I think, uh, you know, when you're being, uh, asking to get to know people on a more genuine level, you sort of have to be more vulnerable and open to being genuine with them. And, you know, so that's why it's a little bit more uh, trepidatious. You know, that's why you're having... It's a little bit more nerve-wracking. You know, it is, it
1: that. is, because I'm actually I, I'm, you are vulnerable when you're actually communicating and not being some character or something.
0: Yeah, it like it reminds me of when you were you were describing an interaction that you had with a woman on J-Date who had sent you a message and you're worried about replying because you might have sent her a message before and you might be embarrassed about whatever it was you said. And been like, okay, it seems like with this interaction you're not Having things that you're embarrassed about, other than the Wonder Woman thing, because
1: it's not me. No, but I'm not embarrassed about Wonder Woman. Like it, it's funny, yeah. and I can note it, but I, I don't feel I, I I lack embarrassment. I'm a in, I'm remembering. In time
0: it was, but it I'm remembering.
1: Yeah. I'm remembering how to lack embarrassment.
0: Yeah, and uh, and uh, it's it's great. So okay, cool. We will. That was a great segment. I was going to give you homework, but it sounds like you're already doing uh, great stuff. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, remember to. To let it keep uh, unfolding organically, and I think you're going to be great.
1: Well, but, yeah, if you don't do it organically, it's illegal.
0: <laughs> yeah, then, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, don't just,
0: like, show up at her house with a bowl of chili and be like, hey! <laughs> I couldn't find over flowers! the Blu-ray of Freddy vs. Jason!
1: Oh, I really would love to Netflix and chill and weed.
0: Yeah, that sounds like an amazing night.
1: Oh, that would oh. probably
0: be what I'll... Uh, tonight I have to go announce at Roller Derby, but when I get back, that's what I'll do with my wife.
1: Oh, that's awesome. See so you, you you always have a wife you could hang out with. That's cool. Yeah,
0: that's the best part about having a wife.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> especially yeah, one that, one, one, that really like. one that you really yeah. like. One that you really like, especially, yeah.
0: Yeah. Obviously it's it's great when you like your wife. <laughs> uh, so uh back to the kongamato. Right. Where did we where did we leave off? We had gotten a couple of sightings.
1: We have the end of our kongamato research. Uh just just a few more things. Modern reports of mm. the Conga Mato continue to surface. Okay, uh, it's 19- still
0: out there to this day, because it's immortal and invincible.
1: Yeah, so you would expect it not to, you know, be so easily disper- yeah. dispensed with. Uh, in 1998, Steve Romandi Menya, a kid got hit ex-
0: by a Volvo. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's
1: done. It's no longer around. It was just an accident. Uh, It just
0: died when, you know, and that's the problem with, uh, you know, urbanization of rural uh, Zambia.
1: Died of COVID.
0: You're going to kill an immortal, invincible beast.
1: So Steve Romandi Menya declared that the Congomato is still known to the bush-dwelling people in his country. The creatures Mm. are said to feed on decomposing human flesh as well as that of the living. And then he discusses an animal that the natives describe when in northern... um, Zambia, I heard more about this mythical beast, alleged to have a similar death-dealing attribute, which intrigued me considerably. It was said to haunt formerly, and perhaps still to haunt, a dense, swampy forest region of the Angola and Congolese borders. To look upon it, too, is death. But the most amazing feature of this mystery beast uh, is suggested identity with a creature, bat and bird-like in form on a gigantic scale, Strangely reminiscent of the prehistoric pterodactyl. From where does a primitive African derive such a fanciful idea? I could have yeah. cut that out. I don't know why he said that.
0: Yeah, no, that's... it's. You shouldn't be saying something
1: like that. Like, well, who says that?
0: Yeah, wh- when did he say that? I don't know. It, it, too recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, I am It's I, not like...
0: Yeah. What do you want me like to say? Like, 1800 18- yeah.
1: <laughs> Even if it's 1870, like, I, what yeah. is that okay? Like, <laughs> like, if
0: this guy was in the court of King Arthur,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's racist in the 1400s. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, yeah. that is the end of our Conga Mata research. I've given you all I have to give, as the song goes. I don't know which one wow. it sounds like one. Amazing. Well, <laughs> you wow. sound like Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing. Amazing.
0: Listen. <laughs> Listen, do you have any more legal
1: presents?
2: The
0: Wonders of Zambia. Number
2: four, beware the border.
1: You should use caution when traveling near the border with Congo. Although rebel militias are no longer active in the Katanga province of Congo, armed criminal elements remain in the border area. Just a tip.
0: Okay, okay, that's a problem.
1: Well, I I don't want you traveling there, it's just a tip.
0: Well, the odds are very good that I would not. I'm gonna be honest. But
1: the you. odds that you might are better than zero.
0: It's true. There if you know what, if I had the opportunity to travel to Zambia, I would take it.
1: I would not. Tourism I, Board
0: I... of Zambia, buy us <laughs> tickets.
1: Oh my god, we could we could totally go there and research tourism board. I know you guys are big watchers. I
0: right. would love to listen to an episode of us recorded on location in Zambia. Doing research on the Kongamata.
1: We should probably get Shibul out here to do a show on the (laughs) Kongamata. It will be great for you guys. Can you imagine all the tourists we are bringing in? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could get any one
0: of our 80 listeners.
1: 80 listeners. That's crazy. Maybe we can get all three of your Patreon people. (laughs) Yes, for
2: sure. (laughs) Buy them tickets too. Number five, bring on the mole rats.
1: Zambia is home to the near blind species of Ansel's mole rats, which can sense magnetic fields with their eyes. What?
0: Mm, Yeah. And is that the, the naked mole rat that's like essentially a hive mind?
1: Yeah. And it lives in. Yes, it is. And it lives in a complex underground tunnel system.
0: Yeah. Those those things are freaky as hell
1: they're they're like little mad scientists I'm like I'm like a little afraid of them for no reason
0: they could be the next step in evolution
1: yeah they, like I don't like when things like mole rats evolve more you know I don't like, like
0: when animals have like sensory abilities that we don't I don't yeah. like them being able to see things like did you know chickens can see in the ultraviolet spectrum
1: I don't like I don't like that I don't want them to have that
0: or there's you know how we can see like three different colors essentially yeah the red, uh, green, and blue?
1: Spectrums, yeah.
0: Yeah, The uh, there's a species of shrimp that can see 17 different colors.
1: Why the fuck would a shrimp need to see 17 colors?
0: To help it find its prey, and yeah. we're next. <laughs> it also can launch its claw forward with the power of a pistol.
1: Can you imagine if a shrimp knocked on your door? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then shot me with one <laughs> punch.
1: That was even can funnier. See
0: me no matter where I hide, because I can see like smell. It's fucking crazy.
1: Shibbles in that closet, I could tell cause I could see seventeen colors.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like shoot it with the my claw heat pistol. residue. <laughs> yeah. Lock and load.
2: <laughs> Number six. How'd it get its name?
1: Good question. It it is, I I believe so. Uh, Zambia's name derives from the Zambezi River, which flows through the western part of the country and forms its southern border with Zimbabwe.
0: Where does the Zambezi River get its name?
1: Uh, Homo Zambezi.
0: (laughs) I I found it!
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, what an explorer! (laughs)
0: I gotta tell you that just sounds crazy yeah it sounds pretty crazy but can it love a werewolf ate my dad but it's not so bad It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but Can it love? Can it love? So, can this immortal, invincible, flesh-eating dinosaur beast with teeth on the outside of its beak, can it
1: love? I was going to say, no way, absolutely not. And then, you... Mm -hmm who did no research at all, changed my mind completely because when I heard your imitation of the baby kongamato, I knew Mm. that the adult kongamato's love because let me hear it one more time. (coughs) Oh, (coughs) Oh, my God. How could you not? (coughs) Oh, my God. I want to hold it. (laughs) I mean, obviously they love because if you don't love that, then you're not capable of loving a human.
0: Yeah, yeah, loving this thing with four foot wide wings, a four foot wingspan. They're the size of a, a parrot. Just being like, Mah! <laughs> Mah! just begging for raw flesh or dead flesh. Oh yeah, or yeah, or rotting flesh, <laughs> or or fresh fish. <laughs> you should too.
1: You never know, you could you could dig up a whole corpse and take all day and it just wanted fish.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the tough part about raising baby kongamata, but boy is it worth it. <laughs> what are you going to do on your first date?
1: I just hit the microphone, I was laughing so hard. What am I going to do on my first date with the kongamata? Yeah. I think um, we are going to go to some of the oldest graveyards in Connecticut because they're around Ooh. this area. And Gothic. Uh, we love spooky stuff. We love yeah. uh, that atmosphere. We'll lay out a blanket. I'll bring a picnic lunch and it will rip the corpses from the ground and eat them.
0: Okay. That sounds great. Uh, I'm going to go to the water park. Oh,
1: hey, now, girl.
0: Yeah, show off my summer bod a little bit. I've just oh, been yeah. keeping up with my push ups pretty much.
1: Very nice, and uh,
0: I can now do fifty push-ups in a row.
1: Shut the fuck up. That's really great. That really is great.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just took six months of uh, like just steadily increasing how many push-ups I try and do. Wow. And uh, then uh, yeah, so shove my summer bod, and uh, it could uh, flood the entire area and kill everyone. Right. <laughs> water
1: park! <laughs> water plume! Log plume! <laughs> can it fuck? That
0: sounds crazy, but
1: Can it fuck? Yeah, they have babies. What do you think? They have babies. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Do you think it ever fucks a person?
1: Yeah, it, it, anything that eats corpses has no problem fucking things outside of its species.
0: Yeah, it's true. It It's a pretty fucked up situation to be doing that kind of thing.
1: It doesn't I have bet, limits. I bet
0: they go wild.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think if you don't have a line for that, you don't have a sexual line. You know, If you're into necrophilic eating.
0: I was going eating... to ask if they uh, ever eat their own corpses, but of course they never die. So (laughs) they don't have that option, but But you would have to be alive.
1: You wouldn't have to die. You would have to start when you're alive to eat your own corpse.
0: Oh, oh, you mean, no, I meant eating like, uh, like other corpses of their species.
1: Oh, I thought you meant their own corpse. I was like, well, they couldn't do it when they're alive though. Yeah, no. Then they'd just be eating their own flesh. Oh, that, but they die somewhere along the line. No, they wouldn't. They would just keep
0: on eating themselves <laughs> like <an> Earl Burroughs.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Alright. <laughs> I like that.
0: It's Fight Night!
2: Fight!
1: Fight Night! We have... In this corner, the Congamato from Zambia. Mm-hmm. In the other corner, we have seven foot one, three hundred and forty-six and a half pound prime Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, so
0: you're suggesting that we ignore the fact that it's immortal and invulnerable,
1: or else um, you could also uh, go with the fact that I'm also invulnerable and immortal.
0: Okay. So, how many prime, immortal, invulnerable shacks would it take <laughs> to take? I guess this is just a submission fight. It is. Uh, yeah.
1: It's a tap out.
0: So, how many how many shacks would it take to overpower the Congo uh, uh, Mato?
1: It's a grown one too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, let's say seventy five foot wingspan.
1: How big is is the actual animal? If the wingspan seventy five feet, do you think? It said the size uh, of a ram, didn't it?
0: Yeah, but that they said that one only had like a five foot wingspan. Oh, that
1: that was a little one. You're right.
0: So this would be uh, taking that to scale. It would be roughly seventy times the size of a ram. I'm gonna say around the size of an elephant.
1: Uh, okay, that's under. Okay, I like that. All right, cool. So an elephant with 75
0: foot wings, it can swim. Well, okay, they're in the octagon. There's no water. We're gonna take flooding out of the mix,
1: too. No, no flooding.
0: Uh I'm gonna say you're gonna need 25 shacks.
1: I don't I don't argue with that. I mean, if you're going with invulnerable and oh no, because it's just grappling, but it's an elephant. <laughs> Yeah. oh my god how many shacks to grapple an elephant you think 25 uh
0: no I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say 12.
1: yeah I think that's more realistic 12
0: to do it if you don't want to lose any shacks
1: I okay I like that answer I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign that answer because that way i, I just don't want to lose a shack that's the worst part no
0: of it's one. not worth it it's, it's not never, worth it
1: never worth it uh never number two, worth a shack. we have the kangamato versus batman without his bat suit batman really that's an
0: easy one batman
1: are you serious
0: Batman fucks up fucking everything
1: that's true he is a he is a he's a dog man
0: yeah no uh, you because you can't write a story where batman loses that's his thing oh well
1: well you could (laughs) you Bane Bane, break him
0: yeah, but now he's back, and Bane's in fucking jail. Batman always uh, winds up on top.
1: It will be painful for you. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. Uh, number three, we have the Kangamato versus Aparo. Do you know who got-
0: filled in for Batman when he was I like had that? a
1: rhyme, and you broke it up. Go ahead.
0: Do you know who filled in for Batman
1: when he was like that? Um, Azrael. or
0: Yes, uh, a cyborg
1: angel. <laughs> was I right? Yeah. Yo... Nice. Yo. Nice pull. He's an angel?
0: I believe so. and I believe he's also a cyborg. God has cyborg angels. That's who angels? you needed
1: to replace Batman. Oh my god. That, that that speaks well of Batman. Yeah. All right. Number 3. The Kangamato versus Pero and Agato, the dog from the sandlot and the MGM lion.
0: Okay. Uh All right. Hercules I don't think he's got it. Uh, but it'd he be can funny get him if the lion was also named Hercules. It would fit suit him.
1: That'd be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna say the congamato has definitely taken down lions in
1: its day. Do- it doesn't for feeding
0: because is... it doesn't eat them.
1: Lion's name is Leo, I believe.
0: All right. Well, Leo, I'm sorry, is Dunzo. <laughs> this one goes to the congamato.
1: Number four, we've got. The Congamato versus us—if we won the lotto and we can arm ourselves with five hundred thousand dollars of equipment.
0: Well, once again, considering it's both a invulnerability and b immortality. But we're—we're—I don't know. We are creative. Uh, all right, so we would be going in researching the Kongamato. We heard about its one weakness, which was that tree the Muchiwa Kongamato. Yeah, the Muchiwa Kongamato. So we'd want to, here's what we do we get custom
1: made shotgun slugs. Well, first, that are filled
0: with Muchiwa Kongamato.
1: After smearing each other's nude bodies with yes Muchiwa. obviously we're
0: going to be rubbing each other in all the places right just to make sure that that place is not vulnerable to the congamato,
1: right it's not yeah of course right uh
0: th- with this tree substance but also our shotgun slugs laced with uh Kongam- uh congamato, kongamata we're going to just be able to blow holes into the, the side of it hopefully that's, that's our best bet and we could get away with that with under a mill.
1: Under a mill, I would just build a cage that could hold it.
0: I mean, that is that really fighting?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, we have uh, number five, the Kongamato. It's going
0: to break into your cage, and you're going to be glad that I brought yeah. my slab
1: <laughs> and my... Uh, Shibble, help hands. me! The cage thing didn't work! Um, we have the Kangamato versus Dr. Robato. Mm. Well,
0: obviously, Domo Arigato. Do you know who Mr. Roboto is named after? No. The guy from Styx's Hairdresser, ha! Mr. Roberto. Ha! Uh, so I'm going to have to put this one on the Kongamato.
1: No way! No way, mis- Mr. Roberto. All right, all right.
0: Uh, the split decision on this one.
1: Yeah, that one I can't go with you on. Uh, next, we have the Kangamato versus a very talented and very experienced exterminator.
0: Okay. Has an would an exterminator have <laughs> experience with something along the lines?
1: I said very experienced.
0: Very ex- yeah, a very experienced. He's very experienced. So maybe yeah. he's dealt with like snakes. <laughs> constrictors that have ca- crawled into people's toilets and then their head comes out the toilet, and they're like hey how you doing <laughs> that's uh, scary yeah uh i'm gonna do <laughs> um, nice asshole i'm gonna put this one on the congamato. i'm sorry i, don't I think agree. he's got the chops
1: i agree i was thinking of john candy and arachnophobia when i was i like you mean
0: john candy. goodman
1: John Goodman, I think John Candy would. Oh, no, John. was it John Goodman or John Candy in Arachnophobia? It was John Goodman. Oh, I apologize. Uh, uh, he's alive. There is a difference.
0: It's true. John Goodman still great.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Candy was great. That is the uh, main difference. Um, next, we have the Congamato versus the Founding Fathers, but they cannot use the help of their slaves.
0: Mm, well, probably couldn't have gotten much done. <laughs> yeah they, i don't slaves. think they know what to do yeah yeah and that's why we need to bring back slavery <laughs> we're going to another age of great men
1: <laughs> you heard that's it, what here it requires first. the age of great men does require slaves to make them great yeah, to
0: completely ignore the existence of slavery <laughs> uh do not bring back slavery and do not take that clip out of context I am going to put this one on the Kangamato.
1: Yes, absolutely. And last but not least, we have the Kangamato versus jazz music.
0: Ooh, okay. You know, they both have their charms. <laughs> you
1: know. I didn't uh, I didn't know that was how you're going to respond <laughs> respond that was true. They both have their charms.
0: But I'm going to say jazz is really The thing is it's not actually music. They're just making it up. It's just a series of noises. What? ba It's garbage
1: noise. John cold sore train.
0: So I'm gonna put this one on the congamato.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's correct. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was fight night.
0: Wow, what a fight. What a night. They don't make him like that anymore. <laughs> Listen, Do <either laughs> they have any more Layla, Layla presents, presents Zombie Number seven.
2: The minister of planning is a dummy. In
1: 2017, Zambia's planning minister announced plans to move the country's capital from Lusaka in the south to mm. a village called Ngabwe. N'gobwe, located in the center of the country, has no roads or infrastructure and frequently floods.
0: Boy, (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, that sounds like a bad choice to me. That sounds like, that's not where I would put it.
1: I bet you he's from (laughs) N'gobwe. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh man. I always said I'd do something for N'gobwe if I ever made it big. Number eight,
2: the big five.
0: Okay, five of them.
1: Zambia is one of few African countries where you can spot the big five. That's why it's a great destination for a safari. You can see buffalo, elephants, leopards, lions, and rhinos. Those are the big five. Over 30% of Zambia's land area is dedicated to the national park, allowing tourists to get an eyeful of natural beauty.
2: Hmm. I bet it is beautiful.
1: That sounds it.
2: Number nine, respect your elders.
1: Sambians have a unique way of showing respect to elders. When greeting or serving elders, younger people kneel. When elders are speaking, it is rude to contribute unless you are directly asked to do so. Accepting anything with your left hand is very, very rude, even if an elder offers it to you with their left hand.
0: Okay. Well, fair enough.
1: That's an elder dick move to be like... Here, take this. I got it for you. It's a present. And you reach out with your left, and he's reaching out with his left, and he goes, Fuck you! You know, and takes it back, you know?
0: Wow. So, is that the last of the facts?
1: Yeah, that that was, that was uh, nine of nine.
0: Nine of nine. The full frame. <laughs> I don't know why I
1: said that. I liked it.
0: Well, Ethan, I gotta tell you, you tell me about this invincible, immortal, invulnerable beast,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: I'm quaking in my boots,
1: I see your skin has turned milk white,
0: yes, I mean it uh, normally is more of an ashen gray, so it it's yeah. arguably an improvement.
1: yes, you look but, like the prey of the Kangamato right now
0: yes, is you have to tell me is it real?
1: is real shake it Bavakasha hey, hey. hey. Um. <laughs> Oh, the shofar. Uh, the connotation these days. Uh okay. the Kagamato, is it real? It, what a question. Um, one one uh researcher says it could be a case of mistaken identity. Okay. Uh and it could actually also be an actual living pterosaur. Okay. Like, why not a pterodactyl? Like, why couldn't it just be a pterodactyl still living, they say?
0: Yeah, it could just be that there's a ter- an immortal, invulnerable pterodactyl.
1: Yeah, I mean that's you know that would, would
0: explain why it was still alive.
1: Right. Uh, it is interesting to note that a good portion of modern congomato sightings happen in prime birdwatching sites, and yet bird ro- birdwatchers never report anything.
2: Mm.
0: Well, that's because they're not looking for congomatos.
1: Right. They're looking. They're busy watching birds. What a dumb yeah. point.
0: Uh, if you asked them if they saw any birds, they'd be like, "Hell yeah."
1: If they were watching, uh, if they saw a congomato, they would immediately look away and be like, that's not what I'm here for.
0: Yeah, clearly not a bird.
1: Yeah. As recently as 1958, the science journalist Maurice Burton wrote in the Illustrated London News that there had been several reports from Africa of a pterodactyl-like creature with speculation that the Benguilu swamps might be one of its habitats. He pointed, that off the, pointed out that off the coast of Africa, the colisanth the or colacanth, coelacanth coelacanth is that really i'm that i believe so coelacanth that sounds right i don't know why i have no familiarity with that the coelacanth a deep sea contemporary of the pterodactyl i guess that's another one with wings that goes underwater had been caught by fishermen so we could be dealing with a coelacanth
0: yeah that yeah that's that's the hope with a lot of cryptids uh so, yeah, it's still, you haven't proven it doesn't exist.
1: Uh, in 2000, people are still
0: saying it's out there.
1: Genesis Park staff mounted an exploratory trip deep into that swamp. Zambian fishermen were interviewed, and all night vigils were conducted, but no definitive evidence was obtained, although no evidence pointing that it was false was obtained either. So, it was just kind of an empty trip. But they're thinking either pterosaur, actual Congomato, or coelacanth.
0: Okay, well, listeners, we report, you decide. (laughs) Uh, And is that the red light from Uncle Monster? Mm
1: -hmm. Hey! Hey, Uncle, how are you? I'm doing pretty good! You look good. Thank you, you look beautiful, you're glowing. (laughs) I'm growing? You're glowing. Oh, God. That scared me. I thought I'd lost a little weight. Now, Uncle Monster, I love this show so much that I don't know sometimes what to do when we don't have an episode, like during the week. Do you have any suggestions? You should watch a movie. Oh, my gosh. That's a great idea. And what movie?
0: You should watch Scarecrow's.
1: (laughs) What's that about?
0: It's about Scarecrow's. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's really tempting i might have to watch that
0: you it's 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 a movie (laughs) oh my god is that uncle monster too Ah, you're excited today how are you i'm really
1: excited i have a lot of energy today
0: boy glad to hear it do you also have
1: a movie for me oh i do if your teddy ruxman is missing its cassette I suggest checking out the full-length feature film Contagion. Marky Mark's wife cheats on him and gets Ebola and starts a worldwide pandemic. Mm. You know that old yarn, Eve's Topical. in their apples. Wonderful Hot Zone storytelling featuring Larry Fishburne. But don't take my
0: word for it, LeVar. Don't take his word for it, LeVar. <laughs> but audience, you can take my word for it when I say we appreciate you tuning in so much we should appreciate it when you like and subscribe and you leave a comment and when you check out our other uh social media you can find us on Instagram at Uncle Monster 6 you can find us on patreon at Uncle Monster 6 you can find us on blue sky at UncleMonster.Bsky.Social, and you can now find us on YouTube yay At Uncle Monster Podcast, we've got a bunch of fun new uh, video content that we've been putting in the mix. Check it out. We hope that you like it.
1: Because we like you. And you guys make all this worth it. We love having you here. We can't wait to see you next time. And you really make the show as much as we do, and we love doing it with you. Just uh, uh, one thing. Until next time. Don't get spooked. spooked!